All right, everybody, I'm back for the uh, second time in two days. Again, I'm just going to write off some points from that uh, impressive 6-3-1 for the Flyers over the Devils. Uh, JVR keeps the hot hand intact. Uh, 25th career two-goal game. Third multi-goal game this season. He had the hat-trick against Minnesota and Philly, then scored two goals against uh, the Wild in Minnesota, and then tonight. Fourth goal in the last four games. He is on pace for 25 goals this season, even after missing a month. Uh, Konechny, two goals tonight. Gives him a 20-goal season. His second 20-goal season in three years in the NHL. Uh, Flyers had a third straight game where they scored two goals in the first period. Uh, Hartman registered his first point as a Flyer with uh, a pretty ridiculous assist on JVR's second goal. Um, let's see what else here. Uh, Voracek had three assists, which moves him past Mark Howe for ninth all-time in the Flyers. All-time assist leaders, uh, leaderboard, whatever. Uh, that's via Dave Streely. Uh, and it's his 16th career game with three assists or more. Uh, and then also, if uh, your grandkids ask you what you were doing, you know, years from now, tonight, and you said you watched this Flyers-Devils game. Uh, here are the random Devils from the game tonight that are only going to play for these Devils probably. Igor Yakovlev, Nick Lappin, Kenny Agostino, Curtis Gabriel, who also played for the Wild but still sucks at hockey, Nathan Bastian, Kevin Rooney, Blake Pytilla. Uh, the Devils did not have Taylor Hall, Kyle Parmary, or Miles Wood tonight. And Corey Schneider had a couple bad goals. Cam Talbot set Flyers history, NHL history, by being the eighth goalie to start for one team this season. Uh, and he didn't look great. He had, um, there we go. I was wondering where your guys' comments are. Uh, had 30 saves, but pretty bad rebound control. Pretty terrible rebound control, actually. The two goals against, the first two goals against were pretty egregious uh, rebounds that they could have prevented. And then the last one was a breakdown and Kevin Rennie scored because who cares? <laughs> JVR sucks. Cam is... <laughs> yeah, it's a good, yeah. Yeah, there was a, a, there was a weird amount of people in the chat last night saying that they should trade JVR in a season or two, but I kind of find that interesting. Uh, I guess this was a must-win game tonight. If you think the Flyers still have a chance and they beat a team they should have, I mean, half these guys on the roster shouldn't be in the league. Like I just said, Nick, I think Nick Lappin was on the top line. Kenny Agostino played. Uh, Kevin, some guy named Kevin Rooney scored, who, if you tell me he's an NHLer, sure. Should have won tonight. They did. They didn't start out too hot. Pretty shitty start. That five-minute power play was probably the worst power play of the season, which is pretty impressive because – Power play has been asked for a good chunk of the season. Um, and I think, I mean, you got a question if Chris Knobloch comes back next season. Because uh, even some of the power plays they have scored on, the one where Drew set up JBR for the first goal of the game, that was a power play goal. But the power play, I mean, the five-minute power, power play before that was bad, and the beginning part of that power play wasn't that great. And they've had a couple power plays this season where they've scored, but the rest of the power plays looked like shit. So I wonder, I, I don't know if any of the coaching staff's coming back next season, but I feel like Knobloch not coming back isn't talked about as much as Gordon or LaPerriere, who should both be gone too. Um, 
That's pretty much my main. Oh, it was a pretty chippy game too. I think this is the one situation where I think the Flyers are really going to miss Wayne Simmons' physicality. I'm not somebody who usually, you know, says you need sandpaper and grit in the lineup or you really, really need it. But after that Curtis Gabriel hit early, things kind of got chippy. Wayne Simmons probably would have laid down the law early on and nobody would have. I think the Devils would have cut the shit out probably in the second period. Um, centers, we have the shittiest roster in the NHL. Devils hold our ears. <laughs> I mean, in the Devils' defense, they are missing. The Devils aren't good. I mean, let's let's just jump out in front of that. The and then you took away Taylor Hall, who's the MVP last season. You took away Kyle Palmieri, who's consistently twenty goal scorer, like kind. I don't want to say underrated, just one of their better players. And then uh, Miles Wood, who's who might be underweight, underrated. So you know, you take away three of their best players, it's going to somehow get even worse. But they do suck as it is. As I'm watching the Corey Schneider goal that he gave up against Konechny. And that uh, I think that kind of sums up the Devils right now. They're kind of uh, kind of a joke. And there's Kevin Rooney out there. So I guess Kevin Rooney is real. Uh, a bunch of other guys, I'm still not going to believe it. Uh, was it just at the Flyers game? It's a Flyers home game. I could believe that. I mean, I, why, why would Devils fans need to go out for this game? The Flyers fans actually had a reason to be there. It's right there. So. Uh, let's see what 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 questions do you guys have? <laughs> Marcella, do you think Miles Wood is his real name or his porn name? I mean, he might he could probably just roll with both for uh I feel like Miles you know, no, I, I that's that's a pretty good porn name. I think he would just stick with it. You know, he'd probably run into problems with you know, using your real name in porn, but I mean it's it's right there, so Um, the refs lost that game early. Should, should have never been that chippy of a game. I enjoy watching it. Justin, I agree. Uh, Gabriel should have been gone. And since Gabriel was not gone, uh, he came back. And uh, Patrick, uh, I mean, Patrick provided a cheap shot on him too. But it was kind of warranted because Gabriel threw that awful board earlier in the game. And then Gabriel tried to retaliate against Scott Lawton, who was just kind of standing there. Scott Lawton, by the way. What a move on the short, on the penalty kill, and then he just can't let the puck and uh, just finish it. Sarah says, Jersey smells. I wonder if it's a statewide effort to throw teams off when they come to town, but in actuality it backfires because New Jersey is just a bunch of jokers. Meow. <laughs> well, that's, uh, that, that was not me, by the way. So, although, no comment. <laughs> Uh, a lot of talk about being a top fan. If you guys want to duke it out, that's fine by me. Uh, yeah, apparently the Sabres beat the Penguins. So what are the Flyers are five points out now? Is that what that means? I'll have to look it up. But uh, Yeah, I mean, they need it tonight because they play the Islanders, the Caps, and then they play the Islanders again, I believe. So it's not the schedule is not getting easier at all. Uh, and if they had lost tonight, I think they, I mean, whatever, some chances they had again into the postseason, you, you may as well just chalk it up as a lost season. But they, I mean, there's still hope now. They just, the Islanders have been playing pretty well. That Islanders game last night was pretty ridiculous. And, uh, 
I think they, they won tonight. Didn't, weren't they playing tonight? Let's see. The yeah, Flyers are only five points out. Carolina is still ahead of the Flyers, too. They're four points ahead. Uh, the Penguins have one game in hand on the Flyers. The Hurricanes have two. And they have, yeah, the Islanders on Sunday, Caps on Wednesday, Islanders on Saturday. And then the Senators on Monday. So that should be another game like this one, hopefully, where they roll over a poorly run organization. New Jersey has the dumbest fans in all the NHL. I don't know. The Islanders are trying to trying to take claim to that. Uh, the Devils were especially dirty tonight, but they are still the worst organization in the league. So there's that. Yeah, that's a positive. I, you know, I, I really do, you know, they've sucked for a while now. Uh, even with that bullshit run in 2012, I mean, if Devils have been fucking irrelevant for four minutes and, uh, it's still irritating. I mean, I grew up hating those trap teams and uh, Marty Bredor being fat and banging his family members. And then uh, Scott Stevens with all his dirty late hits. Bobby Holik's face and Ken Danico and all, all those bullshit guys. So, I mean, everybody hates the Devils. And uh, it's just, it's annoying now knowing in my lifetime I've seen three Devils Cups and now they're this. Well, their Devils fans are still going to be obnoxious about it. I'm glad you asked that. I'm thinking about writing about that next week because it's posting the same numbers, drive and play the same way, and I the, the Kings suck this year. I don't think Kopitar is having the same type of year, and Bergeron I don't think is quite having the pace he's had. I think the Bergeron line is still good, but I don't think Bergeron is is playing quite as well as he did last year. And the, the Selkie is usually, for some reason, the Selkie is a, a name trophy. It's, a, it's always the same five to six guys that are nominated and Couturier was nominated last season. So he's probably going to keep getting nominated for a bit. I think he's having the best season and he's the first line. Well, not the first. Well, I mean, one B the first two lines are kind of interchangeable in production right now. And I, I think if you said that the Limblom Couturier Voracek line was the top line, I don't think it'd be crazy. So I think Couturier should win the Selkie. Uh, it'll, you know, that'll lead itself up to jokes with the whole uh, eight goalies and no defense. <laughs> um, hate most crap music um, unless it's heavy metal. I don't know if you're talking about, John, but I kind of agree. Andrew, my toilet is too... What, what are we talking about here, guys? Do you have questions about the game or what is happening in the comments? <laughs> Last night, I had somebody who wanted to trade... Uh, wanted to trade Drew for Panarin and claim Drew didn't win anything, even though Panarin's been on the same amount of cup teams, you know, all this kind of shit. Uh, I forgot about Marty doing his sister. Yeah. I mean, that's, I just, I don't forget about it because they put him in every goddamn enterprise commercial and I have to watch him not act. And they're like, Oh, Marty. And it's like, this guy's kind of a piece of shit. Like, why is he on my TV? He's not, I, I don't know. And, like, the last Enterprise commercial was just him eating poutine and the Enterprise person just going, oh, that's crazy. He's eating food. Enterprise, run a car. They're not even writing good ads for him. He's just all my TV for no reason. Oh, yeah. I thought we might get a game without a terrible hag play, but he snuck one in at the end. Yeah, it was considerate of him. At least he 
wait until the game was six to two. So he just waited until the last 28 seconds or whatever and gave up that play to Rooney. Hart has to start. Uh, I think Hart. Hart's probably gonna miss one more game, right? Probably the probably comes back for the Caps game. But yeah, I mean, I I would like to see Hart back in there. I want to see Hart. His ex doesn't forget every time she's cashing checks. I'm sure. Thank you, Marcella. <laughs> I think uh, Alan. I was I was I was trying to answer that. I think it's uh, I think he's coming back against the Caps on Wednesday. I forget when he got diagnosed. Uh, it was ten days, and he got injured on the Canadians game. That was Thursday, so he might be back for the Anders game. But I would say the Caps game. I want to see. I think that's a question for you guys. Who do you want to be the back with to be next year? Hart's obviously the starter. I want it to be Talbot. I liked what he did. He sucked this year, um, but I mean the uh, the the Oilers suck pretty bad too in terms of shot suppression and actually holding opponents to or limiting opponents' uh, scoring chances. So not the best environment up there. I don't know how Miko Koskinen's you know performing that well. But two years ago, it was the same situation, and Cam Talbot pretty much Cam Talbot and McDavid led that team to the postseason. And I don't think a lot of people talked about it. And he played seventy three games. Pretty tough workload, did pretty well, and it's a guy that you see the potentials there, and he's going to need a season to kind of show that he's still got it. So I think coming in as a backup next year and doing all the mentor stuff with with Hart, I I think Talbot could be in for a good season next year. So make sure the first time I did this next year, and he's posting eight forty save percent. You guys give me shit, so. Because it's Sarah says because it's Enterprise. I know that he picked up his sister-in-law, so that's very fair. Uh, Caleb, how did Myers not start this year? It's a good question. Uh, a lot of people that were with the franchise the start of the season thought Andrew McDonald was a good defenseman. So that's a that's that's a whole thing. I mean, if this is the end, I don't want to believe it's the end of the Andrew McDonald era because this night. I've thought this nightmare has ended a few times before, and it hasn't. Two straight games without him in the lineup, and he's not injured. Hextall's gone. Hextall's gone. I think we're running out of people that can say that McDonald actually brings something to the team. So I'm hoping. I don't like buying out players because of the cap repercussions, but fucking get McDonald off my team. That's if he's the one guy they buy out for the next five years, that's fine by me. Um, uh, where are, sh- where are shooting this from a priest closet? I thought he lived. I live in Philly. I mean, I live in Warminster. So I don't know where the real top fan is, you know, you all lose to Aaron Drews and <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to, I, I mean, I'm not going to address the whole trade Drew thing. Um, but yeah, I think it should be tough. Ta- I mean, I don't know who else it would be, right? It would, maybe Elliot comes back. Uh, I, I really, I'm kind of done with all of the, every other goalie that was here this year besides Hart and Talbot, I, I think I'm, I think I'm done with, uh, I like Mick McKenna. I hope he finds another team that he can actually stay with for a whole year and doesn't have to move or anything. I don't want him on my team. Uh, Neuwirth is going to get injured probably by the end of this uh, post-game reaction. Um, Lion, I don't, 
I think Lions and AHL are. Um, and Cal Pickett's gone. So there you go. I think it's got to be Talbot, and I really don't want it to be Elliot. I mean, Elliot's not terrible. I just don't trust – now I don't trust his injury history. How's Sandstrom doing? Uh, Sandstrom, I think, is having a below-average season in Sweden, if I remember correctly. He should be. Should be over here sometime. I, I think he's supposed to be in North America next season, probably playing for the Phantoms. And I, I, they're going to they're gonna have a situation with goaltending next year where, where there's too many goalies over here. Because apparently uh, Ustamenko, Fletcher said something about Ustamenko also coming over and going to have Talbot, Hart, Lyon, Sandstrom, and Ustamenko. Somebody's going to be a loan to another AHL team or somebody's going to be playing in Reading. So we'll have to see how that works out. Charlie said on Twitter that this team is making a big push for free agents this offseason. How much confidence do you have in Chuck? Never forget I traded Brent Burns Fletcher. <laughs> see, the free agency, I mean, under Chuck Fletcher's time in Minnesota with free agency, and apparently this wasn't his doing, but Minnesota did go out and spend a lot of money on Zach Parise and Ryan Suter. So if that uh, if that revs your engine or gets you going, then there you go. Uh, I don't want those guys. I'm fine with – I, I kind of want Artemi Panarin. Uh, Panarin, fucking Carlson's killing it this year and he's going to be a free agent. I, I don't know if they're – you make room for Carlson, I guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of other free agents. Uh, I haven't really looked or focused on the free agent class. I know Panarin's out there. I feel like Panarin in this top nine would do wonders for this team because uh, I – I think a lot of the pieces are there. It's just goaltending really fucked this team over earlier in the season. And I think once they get a coach that can actually put kind of some kind of system in place that gets the most out of each player. I mean, we haven't hacked all didn't get the goaltending and his system sucked and Gordon somehow is worse at five and five than uh Hackstall. thoughts on Anthony Stellar's future. Weird question. I know, but correct me if I'm wrong. Is not a free agent this off season? So he's not, he is a free agent, Ryan. And good question. Um, he's a restricted free agent, unless he doesn't play. I don't know if he's played a game in Edmonton yet. Maybe you guys can tell me. I I, I don't think he has. He's got to play nine more games and play in half of those games at least. He's got to play thirty minutes or more to be a restricted free agent. If he doesn't meet that criteria, then he is an unrestricted free agent because he is. 26 years old, has three years of professional experience, and hasn't played in 26 games, 30 games. I forget what the criteria is for the goalie, but he becomes a group six free agent, which it's a whole fucking thing. But pretty much just means he's a player that has been like a fringe player, but has been utilized that much. And usually when that happens, like they won a chance with another organization. In which case, the dollars could become a free agent and sign with wherever he wants. Uh, I think, see, I think that played a big role into Fletcher trading him because you get to look at Talbot, who could be a backup for Hart next year. And apparently, him and Hart are pretty close buddies. And if you're going to, if you know Stellars could just become a free agent rather than try and force those games in with Stellars, you get a goalie that you, you know for certain is going to be here next year. Or you have to re-sign him, but I, I think this is a tryout. I think you have to do it because you could have also just kept Stars and could have gotten hurt when you were trying to play those nine games to get him to the restricted free agency status, which 
would be unlucky, but we're talking about Flyers goaltending this year. And I don't know if you heard, they started their eighth different fucking goalie tonight, so shit happens. And I, I think I'll find getting Cam Talbot back in return. Uh, uh, he has got called in after the goalie got pulled allowed to. Okay. So if he plays 30 games tonight, then he's got eight more games. And they got to get the, the Oilers have to play him eight more games by the end of the season. And then he's just a restricted free agent and pretty much remains with the Oilers. Which some people were upset. Like, some people think him going to Edmonton means, you know, it's the end of his career because it's Edmonton or whatever. But Koskinen's had one good year, and he wasn't in the NHL for eight years. Stars isn't bad. I feel like he this is better for his career than being here, where you know he'll be the backup to Carter Hart. So, TK with another 20-goal season sport. I'm going to say he's halfway decent, so I don't think he would give you the same answer. But, you know, his two goals tonight hit an empty night goal and a pretty lucky goal. Uh, the first goal was a goal. Uh, but he did – he came to the defense of um, Patrick after a dirty hit from Curtis Gabriel, which was – I don't know how that wasn't a game misconduct. Gave him five in a major, and the rest were like, eh, let's have some fun at the end of the game. Let's see if they all duke it out and decide to keep him in the game. Uh I, yeah, but Connect Me is, uh, I mean, he's been on the top line all year and he has two 20 goal seasons now. I I think he's pretty damn good. I did hear that part of Bryce Harper's contract was that he gets to play goalies too, so that's 10. Yeah, I mean, if Bryce, I mean, 330 million, Bryce should be doing different, you know, playing for uh, different positions all across the. Uh, all across Philly sports. I mean, now it would be he would need to be a sniper on the Flyers since the Flyers probably found their goalie. Well, the the he would play cornerback on the Eagles. They need that. What do the Sixers need? He would come off the bench for the Sixers. So, yeah, I, I want Bryce Harper playing all four sports if he's getting paid that much. Flyers got to step up the free agency with the Harper sign. I think they will. I, I think Charlie. I mean, Charlie seems to think they will. Charlie knows his shit. I, I mean, it's not Hextall anymore, and I think Fletcher hasn't really been able to make his mark yet. He's cleaned up Hextall's mess, whatever that was. I mean, trading Dale Weiss was that mess, uh, and he didn't do too much at the trade deadline. He traded away a fan favorite. Maybe something major doesn't happen at the draft. I think free agency, there are some names out there. I think he goes out and tries to get a big name. Okay. Would you trade Hart, Patrick, TK, Ghost, and Picks for McDavid? Whatever names you put in there, if the result is the Flyers getting McDavid back, sure. Literally put anybody in that pack. You could trade the entire Flyers team for McDavid, and that's fine. It's Connor McDavid. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Flyers first line next year, Harper, Trout, Cool. <laughs> hey, I mean, it could happen. Yeah, what's going on? Uh, with, uh, how, how are Keiko and Kimbrell still out there? It, it doesn't baseball start in like two weeks. What's happening? What? Uh, Flyers could do really good next year with the right signing. Do you think they are under pressure to do so with the Sixers? No. I, I mean... I don't. I don't think they're worried about how well the Sixers are doing. But if if they're worried with how well the Sixers are doing, they're going to have to worry about 
trying to keep up with the other two two, two teams now too because aren't the Phillies supposed to be pretty good this year too? The Eagles just won the Super Bowl. I don't know if you guys heard about that. Nick Foles called a pass. Tom Brady dropped on. Was, you know. Will Morin get in place of uh, – I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't mind seeing Morin come in for Hag. Man, Hag has had I, – I think I – th- I think I said it last night too, but I think if Hag's contract was the same as McDonald's, we would be bitching about Hag more. Hag, Hag might be worse than McDonald. McDonald – McDonald's bad. Let's not get this misconstrued, but his contract is hilariously bad. And also, at least once a game, McDonald provides a play that we all just can't comprehend. Like, it's a pass right to the other team. It's him falling over his own skates. It's him blatantly misreading a play. Like, he does things that just blow your mind every single night. Hag just doesn't do anything. Like, he he's a big physical defenseman who doesn't clear the net or take anybody off their 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 drive when they're carrying the puck or anything. It's just he he doesn't do anything. I I don't know. I, I'm ready for I'm I'm for Marin and for Hag. I hope that happens soon. I think especially after the Harper signing every team is putting the uh the pressure on Flyers are clearly fourth yeah, aren't the I don't know, aren't the Flyers always kind of fourth though, just because it's hockey? I know, you know, it's Philly and hockey, it's huge, but I don't know. The last couple of years I, I would think the Flyers would have to be down on the list no matter what. Uh, yeah, um yeah, I mean Hag is just Yeah. I I I know he's back for one more year. I want to see them trade. I feel like he's one of those players, too, that is bad, and people know he's bad, but GM still trade for. Like, they're, they're talking about, the Senators are talking about getting uh, offers for Cody Cece. Cody Cece's fucking terrible. And everybody knows he's bad. But there's always a few GMs out there that just want a guy that is rugged and clears the crease and does nothing else. And that's what Hag is. And I, I mean, I want the Flyers to kind of focus on getting NHL players now and start pushing because they've, they've, I, I think they've got enough in the pipeline now with prospects and everything, and the team's pretty young and they got cap space. I don't want to keep kicking the down the the can down the road with the future, but you can get a pick for Hag, fucking do it, because I, I, I mean, I'm done watching them. Give Moran a shot. Give Freeman a shot. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I want to see Freeman too. We talked a little bit about Freeman last night too. Uh, I, I think Freeman's the next one in the pecking order. Now that Myers is up, that Myers looks pretty good. Uh, whenever, whenever Hag or Gudis, uh, actually, I don't know. I don't know who would be. I, I would guess it would be Gudis would be moved uh, after Hag and McDonald, assuming McDonald is gone, but. <laughs> I used to work with a couple of Flyers fans who hated how much coverage the Eagles used to get and how everyone ignored them. They got fired. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. See, my whole thing is I've, I, you know, I, you got to realize it's hockey, I guess, is my thing. Like, it's, if you like it, you love it. But a lot of people just aren't familiar or used to it. Like, if you're not... It's not easily accessible to everybody here as basketball or baseball or football. You know, if you grew up in the you know grew up in the states, everybody's playing football, everybody's playing baseball. 
hockey, I mean, I grew up in Maryland, but I loved hockey because my dad is from Philly and he grew up watching the Flyers. So I think it's just, you, you got to realize that it's not, not everybody loves hockey as much as you if you're into it. And a lot of the stations just aren't going to talk about it. I know Mike Messinelli openly says he's just not going to talk about the Flyers. Just that's why you got to come places like here, listen to me or Bill, and listen to other people that actually do like hockey. So, uh, no one on the Flyers is worse than AMAC. Hag is second and hits on the team. Clarence Chris. Yeah, no, okay. So that's fine and everything. But I mean, if that's all he's doing and he doesn't do it all the time, then I don't really think it's. I don't know. I, I'm more of the mentality that if you keep the puck in the other end, you don't really have to worry that much about clearing the crease. There is a role for it. Like you, that role is still needed, but Hag, I don't think Hag's that good at it. That's why I want to see Marin do it because if Marin is good at doing it and it can be the five or the six and also kill penalties, that's great. Hag is just, he, his underlying numbers are terrible and he visibly is starting to do things worse and worse. It feels like every game. So. Uh, why do coaches like con- why do coaches constantly play average uh, below average players over giving young kids a shot? So I fear with its high turnover in hockey coaching, it really seems like all. Uh, you know that's a good point, Kyle. Um, it, it's a weird. It, I think so. Using the Flyers as an example, players like Konechny and Ghost got the benchings and the limited ice times from Hackstall because they are high risk, high reward players. And I don't think coaches love seeing the high risk part of the game. And they'd rather take the mundane Chris Vandevelde, Pierre or Belmars, Phil Veronis of the world who aren't going to put the team at risk defensively, but they also aren't going to put the pocket in the back of the net. They'd rather break even than take the chance of, you know, rather than Shane making three or four, moves in the offensive zone that are kind of risky and having it pay off two or three times to the one time it, it backfires or more this season. Um, it, But it, it, that's a horrible approach in my opinion. And I think in your opinion too, as you're phrasing the question here, because then it's a, then it's just a death by a thousand paper cuts. Like going back to Hag again, coaches will like that because he always focuses on being in front of the net and make sure he's playing from the, his own net out and doesn't really jump in the rush that much or kind of you know risk offensive chances. Time, though, he's not going to clear the crease every single time. And recently he's been beat by Darren Helm and he had to play tonight and he looked terrible last night. He's consistently going to have a few plays a game that can bite you and those can also go in the back of the net as well. So it's it's really a dumb approach. I don't I don't get what it is either, but I think some of the teams – look at some of the teams that are doing pretty well, like – like the uh, like the lightning, I feel like they're giving young kids chances all the time. At the same time, Dan Girard is a regular on that team, so if you at least mix it up and equal it out, I would say. Do we protect skater from the expansion draft? More D, which oh man, oh expansion draft stuff. I'm not answering that yet. I mean, it's good. It's good to look forward, but I I have no idea what the expansion draft rules are. I think they're keeping it the same, but we still have. For two seasons to see who gets professional experience. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. How many games will Gabriel get suspended for that hit? It's interesting. He got penalized. Still a pretty shitty hit. Uh, usually when they penalize the player, they kind of t- 
take a little bit off the suspension because they they were already punished on the ice, I guess. Not getting kicked out of the game and then also starting shit later in the game for that hit. I think that should play a factor into it. He's got to be suspended. That was a terrible hit. I he saw numbers all the way. He put um he put Patrick's face right into the bottom of the glass on the top of the board. It's literally the worst place to uh face plant a guy. And I I just I still don't get how he was not kicked out of the game. That's all. Going off of your veteran players over young players thing, how do you think Provi has looked lately as opposed to I think Provi's looked a lot better since I want to say the All-Star break. But I, the thing earlier in the year was he just visibly I mean you guys saw it. Like he, he at least two or three times a game he had the puck. And it just looked like he never had the puck in his own zone before and he'd just make a terrible player or have a blunder. Take those out of his game, he's looked fine. And even tonight. I think playing with Sandheim has helped a lot because well, because Sandheim's a monster, and also I, I think they they just work well off of each other, and they can do things like tonight where Provorov drove to the net for a redirection on a Sandheim shot, which is a like what other fucking defense pairings are doing on that that doesn't make any sense. Does Patrick get some attention from the league for his hit on Gabriel? It, he might, but fuck if Patrick gets anything for that, I don't know. I'm gonna be pretty upset. Um, he could, I mean, they did, I mean, they did catch Patrick's hit too. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I want to say nothing happens to Patrick, but the, the, the rest fucking lost control of this game. Uh, Gabriel should have been gone and they, they knew the uh, team, the devils were icing, not like the devils are perennially pieces of shit, but it was an AHL team and they're pissed off because they're getting killed every night. I don't know. Um, let's see. a couple more comments here. Um, Bredor married both sisters. Uh, yes, is that right? Oh my god, was it both sisters? So his ex wife was the sister of the girl he ended, or woman he ended up sleeping with. Is that right? He, I, I always say Martin, Marty Brodeur's favorite holiday is Thanksgiving because he just gets to eat hit on his family members. So, yeah, Patrick, Patrick is a little bit sneaky with some of his, uh, a little bit dirty. I like that though. Patrick is uh, a little dirty on the ice. He is pretty funny, and he, uh, he's got some pretty good celebrations. So Patrick has a lot of uh, extracurricular shit. I like so. Uh. All right, guys. I think I'm going to wrap it up right now because uh, I went kind of long last night. I think I think I might be doing Sunday's game, too. I don't know because uh, I think Bill's still in Florida. But thank you for spending time with me on a Friday night after a Flyers-Devils game uh, and actually probably one of the more entertaining Flyers-Devils games in a while. Uh, hopefully they keep rolling. Hopefully they beat the Islanders on Sunday. It's going to be a tough test. We'll... We'll see. But uh, as usual, thanks for uh, stopping in. Thanks for the questions. I will uh, see you guys later.